0: Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM.
1: Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Good morning, Jim. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good, and I'm really excited about the guests we've got. You know, this is a guest we're both familiar with. He's been on the All Four Seasons Home Show in the past. And uh, one of my favorites, one of the most knowledgeable, respected home improvement companies in Georgia and uh, somebody who's done it all his life. And we're going to we're going to pull all kind of great information out of him today for our for our avid listeners. If we could only get him to talk, Jim, that's the only problem. He is a little bashful, (laughs) a little withdrawn. But anyway, folks, we're very proud to have with us once again on the All Four Seasons Home Show uh, a great honest businessman and a, a great leader in the home improvement industry here in Georgia and our friend Mr. Charlie Dalaville of Plus Services. Hey, Charlie, guys.
2: welcome. Thank you guys for having me out here again. Good morning and I, I appreciate it yeah good morning great to have
1: you yeah we appreciate we know you're busy we know you're hopping and you you took time to come out and share some valuable tips and advice with our listeners and we appreciate that thank you charlie It has
2: been the most unbelievable year of the home improvement has ever seen and as far as with the covid and the the way the industry picked up and almost doubled yeah so it's been pretty hectic but it's been i guess good i i hope things are just kind of even out at some point and right you know we've had, a, we've had a pretty crazy you know there's a shortage of paint right now
3: well that's what I was gonna say it's <laughs> shortage of workers have a hard time getting some of your supplies I mean that, that, that's the, the funny part about this thing is the business is all there but sometimes you can't get to it all for different reasons that you can't help
2: I've been really blessed with good guys and getting the crew and the workforce where I've had the hardest time is getting the products you know, we do full exteriors, so decking and different rail systems. I tried to put a little small section of some fortress rail on a house this morning, and my supplier doesn't have it in. It's going to take another maybe week. And then I'm doing those jo- those houses for HGTV where we're doing some hardy vertical uh, board and batten panel. Well, my supplier that's getting that material through hardy plank for the show, they can't get four by eight panels right now, so we're waiting on those as well. So it, it's been not just the typical... Home improvement, you know, stuff to work around, but make that that much more complex and not having product to actually do the jobs. And, Dan, you know from running your
1: business, all four seasons, um, garage and entry doors, you know that uh, when you can't get the materials and you can't get the labor you need, no matter how much business comes in, you can't convert that to revenue. And it's very tough on on your pocket but even more tough on uh, a company's reputation because a lot of times the consumer doesn't doesn't really realize what you guys are up against right and they well why is this taking so long why can't you do this and right
3: yeah they, they, they they don't understand and and sometimes i'm curious as to why because everybody's dealing with this so you would think they've run across it over the last year and a half and kind of understand what's going on and most people do but you get yes. those few customers that you know just think it's they're kind of garage above. doors
2: are behind too so you're having back orders we,
3: we've we got um, well we've been a little bit lucky because we get a truck every week but for everybody else that doesn't get you know has to go to a distribution center to get it they're having to wait eight weeks just to when they order something where we can usually get it in three but our truck might come a day late might come a week late might come a week and a half late we had a we had a truck a, a few weeks ago where the truck driver just he was in kentucky and decided he wasn't going to work anymore and he left the truck there with all my garage doors and uh you know we, we had wow. to wait an extra 10 days to get them in so then you get the customer you know a couple customers that was a tough week because yeah. there was a few of them that were yeah. were upset you know, because you, that we didn't hit the timeline so <laughs> you've you've got that stuff My doors are up 35% in the last five months, and they're up probably about 60% just in the last two years. So that's another issue, too, that you're probably facing. You know, products are just more expensive.
1: Well, you know, I was just speaking with one of my other clients, Hammocks HVAC, over there in Ackworth, and he told me in the past year he's had 12 increases in materials, 12 increases. And, of course, those have to be passed on to the consumer. And I don't have to tell you about increases with lumber, right, Charlie? Well, we—
2: My brother and I have spent literally the last year updating our price list and our cost of our products and services. So we use a pretty elaborate program that we put in everything line by line by line. So we do full exterior. So we're building decks, we're building porches. And there's a lot of components that go into building a deck or a porch from the framing to the concrete to the metal, you know, uh, structural hangers and attachments and I changed my contract verbiage from a 30-day to five days. Right. Well, I had to. I know. Okay. That's how
3: fast it's changing.
2: It's We've had an increase, increase in lumber every single week since COVID, since the supply and demand really drove the pricing where it is and then other things that have changed the industry. But uh, we've had an increase almost every week. Well
1: I have a question for both of you. Do you think this is legitimate or do you, th- you think certain people in the industry uh are taking advantage of this and really sticking it to businesses like yours? I well personally I think
3: um I think there's a lot of legitimacy to these things Because what what you it's not always just the product. Let's say so many people supply and demand, right? So many people are getting their decks done right now, or they're getting they're getting these jobs done. Outdoor. So there's not much, there, there's not as much there. So you're going to charge more. But we also have to realize there's we're short sixty thousand truck drivers in this country, right? So now the ones that are there, they want more money. So that you've got to pay them some some additional money, and and it's getting the workers. I really believe. You know, you're having to to pay people so much more so and so fast that that is part of this issue, and then you know, I, then there's just other factors where maybe you're getting it from other countries and they might be dealing with a whole another well, set of that's issues.
2: Part of what happened with the lumber, so I get asked that question almost every day. We run the entire Atlanta, i got a, you know, big group of reps, and I you know, I've got jobs that I've quoted that are folks are trying to wait out kind of ride out the storm of the lumber prices and. The freezes that happened in Texas caused a lot of these places to shut down because it broke their sprinkler systems and their manufacturing facilities. And they've had a shutdown, regroup. That's what Sherwin's going through. They, raw materials for paint come from Texas, a lot of clays and things that are coming out of the ground. And what's happening is the demand is up. Heck, the Benjamin Moore big bosses told me that, they were producing, I think, four hundred thousand gallons a month for the southeast market, and the demand went to five hundred thousand gallons. Now, put in the fact that they've shut down their plant for two months to rebuild, and then the shortage of just labor and drivers, you're going to see an increase. Well, a lot of another thing that happened, a lot of people don't know about, there was a resin plant in South Korea that burnt down, which is what's caused OSB lumber to go up so high because the glues that hold it together, they don't have they don't have them anymore and i found that out from a friend of mine whose son sells boats down in florida and the boat industry <laughs> anyone wants to buy a boat right now better hold tight because they've gotten expensive can't even buy a boat and that's sort of all com you know all of it came together at once and to the driver thing one of my suppliers hired a driver thirty dollars an hour he went to work on a monday and never showed back up on tuesday for thirty dollars an hour
3: that's that's probably not that high for truck drivers, to be honest. With you, but that's probably a starting right. That's and a that's starting. probably
2: no CDL. That's probably a single axle delivery truck. Right. And yeah, that's probably is about starting. And so
3: listen, another thing we didn't bring up gas. Right. right. I mean, now that affects cool. us, right? That affects us. But how about when you're trucking down? You know, this. Well, building, the, that's going to cost more money too. The
2: gas shortage. What four weeks ago now or six weeks ago? Whatever it was. Um, that was the craziest thing that ever happened to me in this industry. I had project managers, couldn't get the jobs. I had a new hiree that didn't have enough gas. He lived in Woodstock to get to the office. Uh, It was absurd. I was like, at that point, I was thinking about throwing up my hands and just going to Brazil. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Listen, there's a lot of things when you own a business that make you want to throw your hands up and go to Brazil you ain't kidding well
1: you know I was reading the other day that the prices of trucks and SUVs have gone sky high too now you guys have fleets you have to buy trucks invest in trucks you're paying more for trucks right
2: absolutely I'm trying to shop multiple white trucks right now for production guys and can't find the trucks and I went over to a middleman broker that I've bought trucks off for years and he can't get the truck that I'm wanting in my budget. He can get you a fairly new truck in the high 20s, but, you know, I'm trying to buy trucks that are in the ten to $15,000 range with, you know, 100,000 miles on them because I know they're going to get beat up really quick anyway. We're painting contractors, and I don't want a brand new shiny truck to get beat up in the first year because it hurts, right. you know, so yep. trying to find a used white work truck right now is next to impossible.
3: Uh, listen, I'm, I've had to buy five or six vehicles in the last six months. What a terrible time to buy. I mean, the stuff that I've bought, I mean, 120 150,000 miles, 2005s, wow. diesel, four-wheel drive, $18,000. I mean, but when you need trucks, what are you going to do? You can't conduct business without a vehicle. So you it know, is, these it is all, insane.
2: These are all first-world problems, as I like to tell my kids, and I don't want to sound. I don't want our listeners to hear us go, man, these two guys are here. I'm running these huge businesses, and they're crying and complaining. I'm not a complainer. I just— it's hard enough to con- own a business and stay in business for as long as Dan. And I have twenty plus years, and then come add all this to it. it- it's been interesting, and it- it's. I just pray that it evens out here pretty quick. I uh, I heard uh, I was listening to the news, and one of the news people <coughs> in one of the big broadcasts said something. It's like the uh, you want the economy to kind of be in the in the middle, you know. And it was that she had an analogy of uh, the porridge from whatever that. Not too hot, not too cold. Right. You don't want the economy not too hot. You don't the, want it too cold. Yeah, you the, kind of the want free bears and Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah, you like Goldilocks says. Just keep it kind of you know lukewarm. Yeah,
3: yeah. Or, or at least give us a a <laughs> yeah. little stronger right.
2: pool of uh, workers if we're gonna have that much business. I don't that even can... want to get into the workforce thing. You know, you got this open border going on right now, and, and I got to worry about putting people to work because they don't have the right credentials. And you know, I want to put everybody to work and. I love the equal opportunity to everybody get out there and make it, but you can't hire somebody that doesn't have the right credentials to put them in a truck.
3: No. I mean... You're opening up a border, and I know we got to get to a break here, mm-hmm. but you're opening up a border and let a bunch of people in, right? And we right. we can't find people to work, but you got a bunch of people still sitting at home. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, for those of you just joining us, uh, every Saturday morning we're here at 9, and we're sharing topics and keeping you from getting ripped off. And you can uh, check us out on the app, the Extra 106.3 app. Download it and listen to the station anytime. We're here. You're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show. And our guests this week are subject matter extra is Mr. Charlie Dalaville of Plus Services. He's going to be back with a lot of good information, and uh, we we hope you continue to tune in. We'll be right back.
0: The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
4: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats.
0: This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 1063.
1: Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarkus, and we just want to remind you that you can join us every Saturday morning at nine right here on Extra 1063 and also 1230 AM, the home of Fox News Radio and Atlanta's only conservative news talk station that you can tune into. Uh, if you want to catch us live, on the, just go and download the extra 106.3 app, too. You can listen to us live. But we're here with Charlie Dallaville of Plus Services. Uh, Dan, you had a question for Charlie, didn't you? Well, listen, Charlie, we know that there's a
3: lot of things that can be done on the outside of the house or that need to be done. And there's there's maintenance. There's all kinds of different things. But how important is it for people to take care of the outside of their house so that they don't have to spend a bunch of money with you too often?
2: I'll tell you what, to me, it's one of the most important things. It's like I tell a lot of my clients, it's like your car. If you don't change your oil, your motor's going to blow up. If you don't change your tires, you might come off the side of the road. If you don't keep your car clean, you're devaluing your vehicle. So same thing with a house. So what I tell folks is get it remodeled on the outside or even the inside and then take care of it on a yearly or bi-yearly type of basis. You know, a light, soft wash. Um, I'm not a big fan of the word pressure cleaning because you don't need pressure to clean a house you really need good clean chemicals and water and soap and going back 20 30 years ago now when my uncle and i started doing this when he was about i guess 18 and i was 10 or 12 uh, we didn't own a pressure washer okay and we couldn't afford a pressure washer and we would go out and clean houses and the coast of new jersey with a bucket and a car wash brush soft bristle car wash brush and we'd scrub the windows and We'd hose it all down. And my company policy is we don't use pressure cleaner on windows ever. And my crews all have a soft bristle car wash brush with simple green and dove soap, get a bucket, and we actually clean the window with a brush. And it was one of the best things I ever implemented because when a homeowner sees that, they're like, holy crap, these guys are, they're not blasting my house. We're not blowing windowsills. But that's the same way you'd want to handle maintenance in it a year or two later. So company comes out. They reside your house. They paint it. You got new windows. Well, you're gonna to want to keep that stuff maintained. So little simple green, a little you know clear liquid soap, spray it on the house, scrub it all off, and you know keep it maintained. A little bit of bleach, and you're gonna see a normal paint job last ten years, probably last fifteen. And the other thing you do is after it's clean, you hire a professional, and you may need a professional to do the touch up. But go around and touch up all your vulnerable areas, you know, your window sills. The lower perimeter around garage doors, you've seen the bottom of the garage door frames rot out?
3: Absolutely, if you got a wood one, although I would suggest changing the wood one out, but if you do have a wood one, absolutely. If you don't if you don't keep paint on those, that's that's really the, the primer of paint. If you're not doing that, especially if it's getting a lot of sun, which that, that's another thing, Charlie, you the know, right? Brutal. The sun kills you no matter where that sun is beating down. You're going to notice the, that part of the house, right? Fading, I'll, the paint fading, and uh, whatever, whatever is I'll, on that side of the house.
2: I'll tell you a great trick that Dan probably won't want to hear this, but I tell people <laughs> all the time about the garage door, how to save your garage door. So the old wood garage doors, they wick moisture in the bottom panel.
3: Hey, can we cut his mic?
2: So what we do is we'll take the weather stripping off the bottom of the garage door. We prime and paint that unfinished wood that never got painted from 15 years earlier. And we put new weather stripping on the bottom. We save that bottom wood panel. And then a lot of times I'll open the doors and where the door comes together, where the wood, the old, old you know, unprimed and painted wood, we'll prime and seal that wood where the door comes together because that's where they're vulnerable. And homeowners like, you got to be kidding me. I never thought to do that. It's like, well, yeah, you're going to get another – five or ten years out of this wood door and or just go get a new energy efficient door that's insulated and quiet and brand new and, you know, Shirley, spend the you'll, money. Ne-
1: you'll never be invited back to the show again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it, it, it actually, though, no, in all honesty, that is a good point. If you if you are trying to save a wood door, the biggest thing, what, what it gets a lot. That bottom section gets a lot of moisture. And, uh, and again, if you got that sun or whatever. Right. So that bottom section is really the one. That takes and, the most damage if you're it, trying to save it.
2: now, and it's they're usually they're unsavable, and by the time <laughs> you spend the money for you to go change a wood bottom panel, you could get a new energy-efficient insulated steel door. And I tell everybody that. I said, by the time you spend that 1500 you probably get new ones with new openers.
3: Yeah, well, maybe not the openers, but the doors, especially because they're getting a little more expensive. But... Um, you know in general your energy efficient door is going to help save you some money down the road and it's hard to get these sections nobody in georgia even makes these wood sections anymore so it takes a long time to get them in and then truthfully they've you know the last 15 years they've made those wood doors so cheap wood is something
2: that's pretty much going away in the home improvement industry as far as exterior right you know you got cementitious products you got pvc you got now the steel you know you're seeing a change from your traditional lumbers to all these, you know, non rot products that still require maintenance. Don't get me wrong. And it's like you're but if you wood. get a good
3: hardwood or something, you're, you're, plank, it's going to last RD longer. Already Plank.
2: Yes, and, like, keeping your gutters clean is the most important thing you can do on your house. Keeping your chimney pan replaced or watching it, to me, is the number one most important thing. And then you got all your flashing details. They have to be maintained. I mean, your house is a— there's no such thing as a maintenance. There's yeah. constant work on a house. Didn't you? Haven't you gotten? Re, haven't you received awards from Hardy Plank? I have. We actually won the President's Cup the last five years. This year we were in second place, and um, this is something I'm proud of. You use Guild Quality third-party reviews. Uh, I don't, but we, I know we, of we them. do. And out of the I don't know 500 plus Hardy Plank Elite Preferred Contractors in the program, we were in the top ten Guild Quality in the country. Wow! Which that's... I couldn't believe it. James, honestly, God. Yeah. When I got the email and the award, I'm like, are you kidding me? And I saw our company line up, and it's really my team. It's Donna and Kelly and the crews and the leaders of these guys that made all that happen. But we review all the – every hardy plank job we do gets reviewed, and they ask a series of questions, and I don't alter those questions. I let Guild Quality set that up, and uh, we were in the top ten in the country this year.
1: Congratulations. Yeah. Folks, Char- you, you see why well, we have the uh, – you see the quality of guests that Dan brings on here. I mean, it's uh, we have nothing but the cream of the crop uh, to to make sure that you're you're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth and and Charlie Dalaville and Plus Services. Hey, let's talk about Plus Services now. What does Plus Services include? Because I know you do a lot of different things. Okay, so I've heard. Painting Plus, Siding Plus. You want to expound on
2: that, Charlie? Yeah, we've talked about this in the past. So, when I started this business in 1998, <laughs> my mom came up with the name Painting Plus, and I was young. I just graduated from Georgia, and I had a little painting and window cleaning business there. And at the time, I couldn't get really any bigger projects, which I, my dream was to be a big remodeler or even a home builder. And she says, call it Painting Plus, and the plus can be the carpentry part of the business. And then as we grew, My dad retired, and we partnered up with a gutter business, so we went ahead. If you're not going to hire a painting guy to get your gutters replaced, so he started Gutters Plus Inc., and then as the business grew even more, Hardy Plank came to me saying, you know, you ought to try to make the name sound more like what you're doing. Why don't you set up a DBA as Siding Plus? And we did, and it grew considerably. And then as all that kind of came together and I got my contractor license and we do full exterior. So I tell people my niche is what big guys don't want and little guys can't do. And we've been really successful with that. And that's where Plus Service kind of came in. So it was sort of the, the shell of all the different pieces. And, you know, we just set up a drainage division this in the last month. We're not sure if it's going to be drainage plus, but it's underground drainage, stormwater runoff to get water away from people's houses i started that division about two months ago and i mean i'm not kidding you the phone is blown up off of it and people need it so bad probably shouldn't tell everybody that out there because <laughs> there's not a lot of real competition in that business yet but uh, that's our newest part of the business because if you're in the gutter industry kind of like foundation waterproofing that's kind of coming with you need to move the water away from the house so we set up drainage plus as well what about dumpsters we do have a dumpster business. Don't want to talk about that. Oh, uh, come on. We've well, we already <laughs> Don't went. be trash in the
1: dumpster business, buddy.
2: It's a hard business <laughs> to make money in. And if you're running, let's say, a dozen trucks and you have that type of volume, you can probably do pretty well with it. But like we were talking about truck drivers earlier, it's a hard position to fill. The guy that runs that business for us has been running it since we started it. I love him. He's great. He's an incredible worker. Great at running a business. Operations management He's incredible. He hadn't been able to find drivers. And the driver that we had, he was one of them, was an excellent, good guy, but he had a little mild stroke and he lost his uh, medical car to drive. And that, it's a tricky well, business. So, uh, well, I'm sorry to hear the dumpster we,
1: business stinks. I'm, yeah. Well,
2: we don't, we, we use it to really, yeah, literally. We use that business kind of vertically integrate what we do. Now, we can move trash from job site to job site probably faster than anybody. So it helps keep our other businesses running smoothly. Um, But that's a very tricky business, and I've literally vertically integrated through Painting Plus, Plus Services to make things easier for my team. That's why we did
1: it. Now, I've heard you talk about all the exterior, the materials, the installation, all that, but you go way beyond that. You also can help people with design who don't know what color or texture whatever. You want to expound on what your what your company could do to help people that don't know exactly what they want color wise or exterior. Maybe they don't even know if they want to repaint the house or put siding on or
2: whatever. Well first I like to just get a not a budget from the homeowner, but what makes sense for their neighborhood. You don't want to spend a hundred thousand dollars if your house is worth a hundred thousand dollars and right. if your house is worth a million, you may want to spend a hundred thousand dollars. You know, right. I'm we're big on value add. So my team and my Kent, my right-hand man and my brother and Danny, we're all about how can we not just replace something but add value, make the house look more updated, maybe put a portico on it or an eyebrow over a roof or change some windows around and just make the house feel better and look better, and ultimately more money can be made if they resell it. So the products, of course, are important, but it's also making a, an impact. That's going to ultimately get more resale value for the homeowner. Well, folks, you, you
1: know, if you go to Facebook at, or, or Instagram, you'll see some of the wonderful projects that Charlie puts on every week, right, Charlie? Yes, they so can, you can see for themselves.
2: Yeah, go to our Instagram is paintingplus.com, spelled out as so paintingplus, D O T C O M. People love it. I'll tell you what, I get clients, I want this, and they'll show us right off of either my Google page or those Instagram photos. It's awesome. But um, one thing you're saying about help with consultants, well, we have color consultants. Um, we supply complimentary quarts of paint, which has been a really crazy in the last three months. There are no sample quarts. So Sherwin-Williams and Benjamin Moore have what's called their colors to go, and it's just basically colorant with some clays that put on the wall, because you never want to pick a color off a piece of paper chip and then it gets on the wall, and I, I did a remodel for a great friend of mine, and he picked a color that I probably should have told him wasn't a good color, and it looked like purple when it on. There. The <laughs> Color was something gray was what it said on it. He goes, "This is not gray. This is purple." And I said, "Sean, I told you, you put up the sample courts." Well, we ended up repainting his house for next to nothing because he's my <laughs> my buddy, and he's a roofer that I've worked with for years. You know, make a long story short, those sample courts are are important. So. We have the color consultants, and we have the stuff that we know these designers are picking out, but we get a little sample on the wall before we go buy $1,000 worth of paint, and then the color, customer doesn't like the color, you know, mm-hmm. which happens quite a bit.
3: Well, one thing, Charlie, that people don't know about you, and I I, I think you, the way you run your business, too, is... Uh, it's a little bit unique, but I think it really works too. You allow your salesman or your project managers been in essence. And also Charlie's out there working just like them. He hasn't he has not stopped and sat in the office. He's out doing the exact same thing. But, you know, when you when you guys come out, they're managing that project all the way through. So it's pretty much the same person that that's selling to you, right? I mean they're responsible for producing what they told you they were going to produce.
2: So talk a little bit about that. That's a great point. That that to me has been the secret to my success. And I mean, I know a lot of folks say, oh, you're crazy. You know, your sales guy should just go sell and hand it off to someone else. Well, when I started, I used to subcontract off a lot of companies and I still do. I still do some, I work for a lot of big contractors. We do what we call the meet and greet on every job start that we have. And I, I say every. If it's a small interior, one, two-bedroom paint job or something simple, then sometimes, yeah, the sales guy doesn't need to go out, project team leader will, and they can handle it. But if it's a full-blown exterior remodel, our, whoever you dealt with that sold you the job, and I hate to use the word sales, but we're all in it, marketing sales, right? They're not going to just hand that paper to another guy to come out and meet with you. And that, that eliminates the he said, she said. Now, they're going to introduce their project assistant and their crew leader and the guys that are running the job, and they're going to say, okay, I'm going back to running around Atlanta and making sure everything else is running. If there's an emergency, call me, just like I do when my job starts. Like when I run jobs that you do for me, Dan, I'm the guy that the customer deals with. I pretty much deal with all the people that know me direct. I'm not real big on pawning off the owner of this radio station when we painted his house to some other rep. And if I deal with you, James, I'm I'm going to your house personally. Okay, Mm -hmm. that eliminated all the he said, she said. Well, your rep told me this, and the contract says that. Well, there's always the time that a rep says, "Oh, we're going to do this," and then doesn't put it in writing. And then they're there to say, "You're right, Mrs. Smith or Mrs. Jones. I did say I was going to replace that, you know, windowsill, and I didn't. I forgot to write it up." And it's made our life so. It's made our customers happy, and it's made the ease of the business. I won't say ease because nothing's easy, but it's made it run a lot smoother because they start every single project. And I pay them more commission to run it through. My structure is set up to where I'm, they're compensated for that time.
1: Well, you know what's refreshing, Dan, is, and of course your company is, is cut out of the same cloth here. It's refreshing to see businesses like Charlie's and yours be so successful based on honesty, integrity and doing what you say you're going to do. And if something goes wrong, you make it right right away. Because in the home improvement industry, we know there's a lot of scoundrels out there, right, Charlie?
2: There is. This is a pretty hectic business. I've actually got a somewhat of a little problem right now with a code change that the state of Georgia meant at the code books. And we built a deck to code from 2020. We pulled the permit on it in 2020. And the codes actually changed, but I don't want to get into all the detail detail of it but the homeowner thinks we did him wrong and the county's willing to sign off on it we built the deck to the georgia deck amendment which is extremely stringent this thing will be there before the house is staying in there and we missed a little piece that was added to the new code and i think we'll work through it i know we will we're, we're working through it right now And worst case if i gotta make the changes to this deck to get what they need upgraded i will we're gonna stand behind it It's just that you could cause more damages. You're sort of taking something apart that doesn't really need it. And the change, I actually spoke to uh, the Georgia um, Community Affairs head of code enforcement this week, and I learned a lot. And I actually got on their email list, and when the changes are made, at least now I know about them, and so does every other contractor. Um, Some of these changes, different jurisdictions, different inspectors still don't know about them, and they're learning in the field, kind of like we all are, and with this whole year of COVID and The way that everything kind of got changed, there's things that guys that are good contractors didn't learn about, and there's things that building inspectors didn't learn about. So, you know, there's good people and bad people out there, and we try to do what we say we're going to do. That's what I tell all my reps. Just do what you say you're going to do. And it's unfortunate that people have to do unethical and just stupid stuff at the end of the day. like, Did y'all see I was on the news last week where they vandalized Walton High School? Yeah. did you see that i yeah. read you i read yeah. You yeah, you an article <laughs> well, i made it's... i made 11 alive news i've been working for the school for 22 out of the 23 years i've been in business you went there didn't you yeah i did yeah. and i've been doing free work for all the high schools for for a long time and I, they interviewed me and my kids watched and they said man that's like that's exactly what you would say because <laughs> my thing was don't touch other people's property right you know like i tell my kids do don't even touch my wallet, okay? Like ever. <laughs> my daughter, I'm sure they do. I'm she's sure they thirteen. It she wants to grab my wallet. I use your credit card to get Netflix. No, don't touch anything that doesn't belong to you. <laughs> so it's kind of like the same yeah, thing with unscrupulous right. contractors. It's it's a shame yeah. that they exist, and it's a shame that anybody would do something deceiving to gain a dollar, kind of thing. Yeah.
3: Well, that's you know that's that's just a, a different attitude, and I think the same thing with Charlie. We we're just kind of being a good person, right? I mean, what would you want done to you? I mean, you say you give somebody your word, you 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 make it right, and then for me, yeah, even if it's not our fault, and somebody's unhappy, and you know, I was talking to one of my salesmen yesterday about you know bringing a sample, make sure it's big enough, you know, instead of just a little color swab. When we deal with the wood grain colors, because Absolutely. you know, they they th- these people think they want something, and and they're trying to do something maybe they shouldn't, and if they get a little bigger. Sample of it. They're probably going to make a better decision, but they certainly can't blame you because you've given them that. But I said, you know, I don't want somebody to choose the wrong color, even if it's not my fault, even if they never say a word to me. I want them to be happy at the end of the day. That's important to me. So when somebody complains, even if it's a one hundred percent their fault, that bothers me. And I think that's that's the attitude, right, that me and Charlie have. That you know, it's. It's rare to be honest with you. I think a lot of uh, companies just don't care enough like right. that. You know, they don't take they it get as away personal with those. So well, you, you they remember the, the
2: job that we did for the Youngs with the garage doors? They were the most high end garage door you could pick. Then Dan did yeah. the doors. Well, they were, they were a combination of PVC. I mean, they were extremely nice, but they didn't know they were going to have wood texture on them, embossed texture. Right. And I felt so bad because they were like, well, we thought these were smooth. In hindsight, what I should have done at that point is said, you need to go to Dan's showroom. And actually see it and touch it and that's that's why i like a lot of components of these jobs we don't buy we let the homeowner buy their own doors or we make sure they know what they want before we get them because they never touched it or seen it and unfortunately they're not that they're it's called cognitive dissonance it's not really buyer's remorse but you in your mind you thought you're getting something and in reality they didn't know what they were really gonna get or buy and they get that color came out and that's like with the paint chips that happens to us once a month yeah and I have to say to them you know ma'am or sir we provided those sample courts so you could actually go put those on the wall for free we're paying for them sure Williams and I partnered up on Ben Moore as well and that way you don't make that decision without seeing it and even then it happens but no it's yeah. And you it, feel bad, right? I mean, even when you've feel done you, you feel terrible and my brother feel, you know, we all do. And it's, it happens a lot and it's like, man, you really want to, you're trying your hardest and no one's perfect. Yeah. But you know, we've tried to work out a lot of those kinks with project planners and what we call like our, uh, our, you know, it's a letter that we send to the client as soon as we create a work order that we hope they read in advance. And I can kind of see when they did and didn't read it. I had one of those a few weeks ago and I knew they got sent the email, and I said to the homeowner, "I said, sir, you were sent this, you know, project planner on May fifth of twenty twenty, and why? I know. I, I said, well, I, I even know you opened it. The question <laughs> is, did you read it? Well, my wife and I never read it. Well, you would have known about the few little issues we're coming across now, and we try to explain them verbally and put them in writing. But you know, it's a tricky industry. I, listen, I think industry. people
3: in general—that's one thing too. When you're out there, people that are listening right now, you know, you you need to know the type of customer you are right i mean if you're really a particular person then make sure you look at everything and make sure you get down to the bottom of everything because we're gonna we're, we can only take it so far and if there's you know this little thing's gonna drive you crazy you need to kind of make sure of that and i think that's one of the things that jim right when we bring people on here too that's what we're trying to educate people on too is hey what are some of the things when you're dealing with you know whoever the the business owner is that we're bringing in here. What are some of the things you need to think about before you get this job done so that you will be happy at the end? You will not get ripped off. You will, you will get, the job done that you expect it to get done
1: i think that, what you're trying to say dan is the consumer has a certain amount of responsibility too up front right they, they do and again i
3: feel like we know right we all know the people that are they they know it themselves um, when they're a super picky customer right i mean they know that about charlie
2: been in over there i think he has a story i for got us. i have a zillion stories <laughs> you know i mean i've been doing this my whole life and i've seen it's all different personalities and you know what i love about what i do yeah. is it changes every as soon as that project's done it changes right. and it's kind of you know it can be stressful bouncing around all these different <laughs> projects and and <clears throat> folks and we set it up the right way right. to do that but i've got an engineer right now that we're working for and we're doing a exterior full exterior remodel for him with brazilian uh, hardwood epay it's a yeah. rain screen and yeah. he's had his drawings and we've gone around and around and, and it's exactly that and he's extremely happy now but yeah. getting to that point with what he wanted and what we built uh yeah. was It was challenging, but good. I'll have those pictures on Instagram next week. They're incredible.
1: Well, we don't mean to cut you off, but once again, we're up against the break here, Dan. Uh, You've been listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkis, and we're here with Charlie Dallaville of Plus Services. We're going to go into our last segment, and Charlie has a lot of good information left to share with us, so do not go away.
0: This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to
1: our last segment here of the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkas. We've had a great show here. If you're just joining us with Charlie Dallaville of Plus Services, you probably heard about him. Painting Plus, Siding Plus, they, they do it all, and they do it better than anybody right here in Metro Atlanta. So I want to, before we get back with Charlie, I want to remind you that you can go ahead and check out our podcast, too, on Apple, Spotify, or Google and if you want to listen to any past shows, maybe there's a topic uh, one of your friends or family heard us talk about and you missed the show, you can go right back to the Extra 106.3 website and see all the past shows here from All Four Seasons Home Show and get a lot of valuable tips and advice from the best people in Metro Atlanta, the best businesses. So getting back to Charlie, Dan, he's a plethora of information, isn't he? I mean, I hope we can have him back here later in the year. Well,
3: he is. We, we could. I'm sure we could do... Uh... We could do once a week with Charlie and, and and tip plenty of stuff to talk about. The one thing I was I also gonna add too, Jim, about those um, those podcasts too, you know, if you're in the market for something and we've already had a guest on too, that would be a great time to refresh and review that show and, and maybe get yourself thinking about some of those products they sure, offer.
1: Sure. I mean just some of the tips that, that Charlie and information that you've shared, Charlie, so far in the in the first two segments is invaluable. I know that you could probably talk here all day but getting right back to the details here i'm going to throw something to you out of left field what if, what if somebody has stucco what do you have to say about that charlie what should they what should they, do? Should they what should
2: they do charlie well i mean if the stucco is taken care of properly and sealed right and cut away from the ground you know it's they there's companies that specialize in stucco bonds we don't do that now we can seal around windows with the same products they're using, but we're not given a bond for it. It's got a really bad wrap in Atlanta only because they put it around the foundation of the house straight into the dirt and there's foam behind it and animals and critters and Mm. bugs are wicking up through that foam on the ground level and what's happening is you got to go in cut it out get it up off the ground just like anything else you can't leave wood laying on the ground right okay and you can't leave hardy plank laying on the ground it's going to eventually decompose and fall apart i'm not a great big fan of stucco but at the end of the day it's not the end of the world to have it on your house and as long as you keep it maintained and use the right products as far as keeping it coated it's not bad. I mean, think about South and Central Florida. You know South Florida, Dan. You went yeah. to college down there. I, I, I kind of oh, all you have is stucco.
3: I, I kind of like the look of stucco. I know some people don't, but I've always kind of liked the look of it. But I know we had some, we had some bad stucco work. I remember when I first moved here, there was a lot of talk about there was some pretty pretty think, bad builders that had, you know, and it can become a very expensive repair when when do, it isn't done
2: right. Well, we do a lot of stucco removal jobs, and I'll tell you when the 08, before the o eight crash, we were doing a, a bunch of them. And you have a neighborhood in East Cobb or Dunwoody or even Alpharetta where you have a brick home next to a stucco home. And the brick home's worth $500,000. And the stucco home's worth $400,000. Same house, same floor plan, just the exterior facade. You hire a company, go in, take the stucco off, house wrap it, put up a combination of stone and Hardy Plank. And I'm just using round numbers for, let's say, $50,000, 60000 but you've added $100,000 value to your house. That's huge, and that's happening right now back again because the market's booming people are flipping houses there's a shortage of houses and they're saying okay i got a stucco home in a neighborhood where it's worth 600 700,000, but a brick home in the same neighborhood or a cladded hardy plank or a stone house is worth a million doesn't it make sense to hire a contractor who can redo the exterior facade solve the problems and give you a new look and you double your money or hopefully double your money but like back to the florida thing Florida, you're sitting in sand. A lot of homes don't have gutters. We work in Florida, by the way, now in the panhandle. And the moisture is getting absorbed into the sand. Well, here you're on a hill. You got red clay, a lot more movement. House starts moving. It's wood. Stucco doesn't have a lot of movement to it. What's going to happen? It's going to crack. Yeah. It's going to fail. And that's why you're seeing less of it being built in these terrains that we have versus flat areas with sand. So, yeah, you really don't,
3: you don't, the new homes, I mean, you just don't see new homes You're usually going with stucco around here anymore. And that's, I'm I, sure that's it.
2: I have not seen a new home being built with stucco in the Atlanta market in at least 10 years. Charlie,
1: yeah. I, before we close out the show, okay, I want to leave you enough time because I know you've got great stories. we got about four minutes left. But I want to give you a couple minutes to to have. You, I know you got some crazy stories. <laughs> can you share I one of those stories with us? Dan always says our listeners love stories, right? Dan.
3: Well, they do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I tell my sales guys, sales, you know, they people love stories in general, right? I mean, um, and, listen, they, general, right? I mean um, and listen, they were putting you on this spot a little bit. You sometimes, guys are.
1: Sometimes right? it's Once hard. Once upon to come a time up with, in with, East I'll, Cobb, Charlie Dellabill ran against sto- a particular customer. A business, <laughs> business
2: story or a personal story? I got <laughs> stories for days. A business
1: story. <laughs> Let's hear about it.
2: Here you go. So I have, a, I have a client call me about two weeks ago, and he's, his question is, how do, I get a, how do I get a permit in Dunwoody? And I said, well, in what way? He goes, well, we need to get a deck permit. And I said, okay, well, what, tell me what's going on a little bit. He goes, well, I got a contractor that says he's going to rebuild my deck for $4,500. Well, cost of lumber has quadrupled in the last year. And I said, Well, give me an idea of how big the deck is. Well, it's twenty by twelve and it goes across the side of my house and it's about eight feet off the ground. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. all right, all right, so you haven't done any research, sir. I mean, you haven't priced the lumber, you haven't priced the joyce hangers, you now you're trying to figure out what it's gonna cost for the permit. I said, Well, why can't the contractor get a permit? Well, he says we need to get the permit. We I said, So obviously you want a permit to build this deck so you know it's built strong and a code and everything. Yeah. Absolutely. So I said, Well, you know, you'd have to call the city of Dunwoody and get you know on the phone planning and zoning and let them know what you're building and they'll give you a price. But on average, you're looking anywhere between, let's say, $100 and $1,000, depending on which jurisdiction. So you pay that. I said, now start walking yourself through the cost of this material. And he's like, you're right. There's no way possible we could do this job for $4,000. So back to how do you not get ripped off? You do your research. You go online to the Georgia Secretary of State's website. You look at the company, how long they've been in business, legitimately been in business, and have they changed names? And I hear that all the time. Well, oh, you, this other guy says he's been in business 30 years. I go online, I look them up. And they've been in business two years. They may have been operating as a contractor yeah. 30 years, but they weren't truly incorporated in the right. state of Georgia for 30 years. Right. right. That's the right. best place to go. Yeah. And then the reviews, the reviews are the reviews, you know, right. go to companies that are using guild quality, yeah. third party review company right. and not Google reviews. Cause I respond to all mine, good or bad. Of course you're going to get both. Yeah. But, Go do your research with the Georgia right. Secretary of State. And
3: and I also just want to add with the reviews, you, you want to look at them and make sure they're legitimate. Nobody writes a review and puts one line and says, this is the greatest company ever, and that's it. You know, that, that that's somebody just feeding in, you know, uh, non-legitimate ones. They're going to use names of the people well, that you work for or a whatever. company that has
2: right. all great reviews and no bad reviews. and They've been right. in business how many years? That's right, not happening. That, that's another good point. <laughs> Now,
1: Charlie, you have uh, you, you have what a particular offer for any of our all four seasons garage, uh, all four seasons
2: mention, uh, home show listeners. Mention this show when you call the office. Kelly, Donna, or I will get the call. Please, you know, let us know you got in here. As always, uh, military discounts. We support all the military veterans. We do a senior discount, obviously, but um, we always have our standard five hundred off any full exterior remodel or three hundred off a paint project. I don't like offering 10% or anything high because we're working on pretty lean margins. We try to be fair and not price the job at 50% right, margins right. and lower it 10%. Yeah. So we're not giving any crazy 10% offers out yeah, here today. Yeah. But if you mention the show, we'll take care of you. And how do they get in touch with you? Call us at our office, 770-971-1577 or PaintingPlus.com online. You Google us, you're going to find us. All right, Charlie Dallaville Plus Services, thank you so much for taking the time to share all this advice.
1: Dan, thank you from All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show. We really appreciate it. Folks, we're running out of time. Next week, we're going to have Dr. Ike Rygaard from Must Ministries, and he's going to be sharing a lot of information what that wonderful organization does to make our community better.
0: Have a great week.